Welcome back for another episode of The Rival Show. <clears throat> and uh, we have a returning guest. So, I'm Mervyn Abraham as normal. On my right, I have... Mr. Tyron J. Hilton, good to be back. And on my left, I have... Hold on, where's that sound effect thing you were going to play? Let me try to do it the last time. <laughs> and it a... kind of interfered with me introducing That was myself. an accident. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm Victor Ibuwa, but you already knew that. So, um... <clears throat> A few sports to cover this week and a few subjects and and Victor will get interesting at some point, I'm sure. Um, so the first thing I wanted to talk about, it's not just specific to Brazil, but at the moment that's where we're, we're looking at. Brazil and its infrastructure and the poor people in the favelas, but they've got time to build stadiums and all these things and create infrastructure for Olympics, but they ain't got time to do it on a day-to-day basis. What, what, are they taking the piss or is, this, is it because the Olympics generates money? Do, mm. Yeah, it, looking at it from a geopolitical perspective and fiscally, these guys, it's going to bring in a short term, and in fact, a short to medium term and hopefully long term financial benefit for the country because, they'll, you know, the infrastructure will still be in place. Um, the tourism, they like, this, this is a big deal for Brazil because God knows why a country is so big is so poor. Like obviously, there's been some kind of mismanagement of the country's wealth, right? But they need to spend this money, find the money from anyhow, any way they can to put on a large scale event. The um the the World Cup they had there a few years back was really successful financially yeah. for them. But outside of that, I mean, there's a lot of um there's a lot of controversy with regards to you know the the labour, you know the the care of the labourers, the pay of the labourers, all sorts of things. But um. It's Brazil, I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it is is a like the standards that you judge things by in these some of these countries. A lot of these people, like let's say us lot over here, try to judge by the standards of what we see over here. But Brazil isn't England. Yeah, it's not America. You know, everywhere's got their own way of doing things. And to be completely honest, like the only way, the only reason that these countries, like you know, these um, Western countries, got to where they be were is on the back of a lot of these countries, like Brazil. So without getting too you know, political and and as such, they need this. It's a big deal. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you know, they are s- still in a bit of a mess because you know, literally up until the ball gets rolling over there, people are still putting ha- hammering nails, nails in and still I mean, yeah. screwing down things as well. So it's a, it's a, like in terms of um, organization, it's been a mess. Yeah, um, I, I totally agree where you're coming from there, Vic. I mean, my point of view is um, obviously since a kid. And growing up and uh, watching the Olympics um, as a centre stage, as a, as a centre piece, shall we say, it's always had that uh, theatre about it of you know excitement, etc. But as I've got older and wiser, I think you you start to look at it as as if you're going to a theatre, everyone's focusing on what's happening on the stage, but no one's really concentrating on what's happening behind the curtain. Yeah. So um, now, like regards to Brazil, and obviously they've had the World Cup, and now they've got the Olympics. Um, I don't know, I'm, I'm slowly losing interest in the Olympics um, in terms of the, the performances of the athletes, etc. I'm more concerned about like what Victor's touched on in terms of the country itself and how it's going to hopefully evolve from this. I mean, the infrastructure and all that. It's like what happened here in 2012 was the um, London Olympics. Um, I don't know, I, I just got off the feeling, obviously, we're not having to get political, but you end up having to the money that's been pumped in for the sponsorship and stuff, etc. will it go to the right causes, the yeah. right places, etc. Because, like you see, you see the news and these people building the stadium, like you said, it's just some horrendous conditions they're working in. Yeah. And then the day, once the Olympics starts, you have the great um, ceremony and all that, these people will be forgotten because everyone's just focusing on, yeah, okay, it'll be obviously Usain Bolt and all the top performers. Then after it's all said and done, then what? You won't be hearing anything about Brazil. I mean, I, no one's even really talking about the Zika virus. Yep. Wow. I mean? That's yep. that's one thing for me. It's like, I don't mean to be bad. I mean, obviously, people are suffering. But then I go, and is it is it another PR media front like the Ebola virus? Because all of a sudden that came up, then disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now you've got the Zika. And you've got people like uh, Rory McIlroy saying they're not going to come to the event because of this, etc. So, I don't know. It's a lot of... Um, how would you say, palaver and hubla around the whole Olympics for the wrong reasons. But it's the people of Brazil that I kind of feel sorry for, hence why I'm kind of losing interest in the actual Olympics itself. 
But this is what I mean. I don't think <clears throat> to me it's not a new thing. You've seen it in China. You know how the, the China human rights are over there. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the media shut down. They, they let you see what they want to see, and they keep on giving these events to certain countries. And you think to yourself, really, mm. should that even be mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Is yep. is this beneficial to the country as a whole? Russia, another prime example. We know what goes on in Russia. We know they generally don't win votes. Whatever's going on, yeah. someone's getting a nice few... Um, yep. Drachmas or whatever, whatever it is. Rubles. <laughs> Rubles, whatever yeah. it is. Whatever. That's what they're getting, you know. So I just find it, as we've got older and you start to learn things and understand things more, I think mm. like there's, there's sometimes there's less of a concern about the actual event that's going on and what's happening in terms of... A, uh, the allocation of the event or what's yeah. going on in the actual country itself and I think as we got older that's what it seems to be don't get me wrong I'll still be watching the athletics and whatever yeah, else of course, but, yeah. and still seeing who's going to win the medals blah 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 but I just feel like sometimes I think ah, look they've got a point here look hmm. human rights uh, are we doing this is it just about oh look there's some sport <laughs> and by the end of this you forget about it the mm. day after the Olympics is the last medals handed out or the Paralympics pops up a month later wherever mm. it is and you hand out last medal and everyone forgets about it because we pretty much did it in England Yeah, mm. we talked about legacy and whatever else mm. and all they've done is gone hmm has there really been a legacy no cool story hasn't yeah so no know. one cares it's, but this is what humans are like they don't care mm. they pretend to care they'll mention it you know what I mean and then once it's gone everyone goes back to their their, their life of being down the pub or mm. chasing women or whatever but just on that there's something we need to clear up for people at home the Zika virus is not sexually transmitted. No. Okay? It's not. So it's, it's fine like for you to go over there and have sex it? with Brazilian women. Yeah, like, it's, you know, it's a mosquito bite, isn't it? Like, you get bitten <laughs> by a mosquito, they put that Zika in you. But, because I was scared to go over there and have sex with beautiful Brazilian women. But now you're not. But now I can go over there and just terrorise the favelas all I like. Do you know what I mean? Just make sure they're women. Yeah, that's the other thing as well, you know, because yeah, there could yeah. be a few misunderstandings over there. Yeah, but the problem is, Vic, you'll go over there and you'll start a new virus. The Ibuwa virus. But you're right. At, at the end of the Olympics, you know, some short, tanned Brazilian dude with a moustache, a thick moustache. Why their moustache is so thick as well over there? <laughs> right? He's going to walk off with a whole load of money. Right? You know what I mean? You know he's going to start his own Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym or something. That's what they do over there. Somebody, the money's not going to be shared out properly. Some general or general or whatever. <laughs> right? they're going to, he's going to trouser a lot of the money. So, do we really care? I've got to be honest. I'll, I'll go on the record and say this, right? While it's going on, I feel sorry for the people. I don't like human rights stuff. But when it ends, I generally lose interest. I'll go mm. back to whatever is important in my life. Yeah. And that's the sad thing. That's exactly what's going to happen here. It's true, because at the end of the day, it seems like it's these sort of things are just becoming a distraction to take you away from the realities of the world. Because obviously Olympics will keep us occupied for a couple of weeks. And like you said, yeah. once it's done and dusted, we all what's the next thing? And knowing us guys will be, okay, the premiership started sort of thing. So it'll be like, okay, we'll be focused on that sort of thing. But like you said... It'll be interesting to see what happens after the Olympics yeah. and what's going on, what's it done for Brazil. But you'll that'll sort of get dusted under the carpet sort of thing. Because, um, yeah, like I said, this Zika thing, for me, I feel sorry for the people, but I just find it quite peculiar. All of a sudden, this virus appears. Exactly. Just at the at the right time, just before. I mean, you know, why all of a sudden now? Yeah, where's it been? Where's exactly, it been all this exactly time? Exactly, sort of thing. You know? So, uh, yeah, I feel sorry for the people of Brazil, to be honest. So it's like what, like what Tyrone said, the Zika virus turned up like Dirty Den mm. in these tenders. Where you been? You know what I mean? About, hello, princess. Where you been all this time, mate? Now you're, all of a sudden you're here. What's, what's going on with that? What about the kids from City of God? What's going to happen to them? What's going to happen to them? Do we care? Not till the sequel. Do you know what I mean? You know, you know what I mean? Brazil. Um, we talked about the Zika virus quickly. Would you if you were Olympic level athletes attend the Olympics with the potential of the Zika virus transmission by being bit by a mosquito, especially, and I'm saying especially those people who are doing the rowing, the swimming, the sailing, because when you see the images of what those exposed to the the, the water, I'm like, um, you, I I don't know. I just, I'm looking at it. I just feel like in this day and age, like, surely there is a way. Like, I was hearing about, you know, when people were in Vietnam and stuff like that, they used to spray deodorant on their arms. It keeps, it repels mosquitoes. And there must be some way, especially if you know. Like, how comes these foreign dignitaries and all these rich people, how comes they don't get Zika? Mm-hmm. 
And these these guys are there. They live there. How comes they don't get Zika virus? Mm. Mm. Why is it only the people in the favelas and kids from City of God? Mm. Why is it only them lot who are getting the Zika virus? <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Why hasn't Pele got it? Do you know what I mean? He's he, he, got that Viagra advert. Why hasn't, he, why hasn't he got the Zika virus? What's wrong with you? I mean, it's true. Just, just, like, there must be a way in this day and age to prevent this stuff. I just think like what Tyrone said, something, something fishy about this whole thing. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, like Vic said, I mean, <coughs> this virus, but all right, there's Zika virus here. Um, there's probably viruses in all other countries, even ones we don't even know about. But like yeah. I said, it's um, a mosquito bite is pretty much the main source of how you would get this virus. So, there must be repellents, there must be ways to prevent this. But if you ask me, if I want to go as an athlete or Olympian, I'd say I'd go. Because it's obviously, it's only comes around, what, once every four years. Mm-hmm. And it's not every time you're going to qualify to get there. And obviously, it's not going to be in Brazil every time. So, me probably training for all this time, I say, yeah, I'm, I'll be going. And I'd probably have to run the risk. But... um that touches on to another point for me in terms of the likes of, I mentioned before, Roy McIlroy saying he, he doesn't want to go because of it. No offence, I don't think he should be going anyway because exactly. he, you're a professional golfer. It's, Olympics is renowned for being for amateurs. Mm. Athletes, amateur sportsmen. So, but, but haven't they made, the, haven't they included golf for yeah. those guys though? Yeah, they have. in tennis, Federer and all them men are running about. It's not Bobby Williams. Even boxing, they've messed up boxing. With yeah. Well. They've changed a few of the rules now. Yeah, so well, they've, they've let like professional boxers can now Oh, okay. They can now compete, but you know they probably get wrapped up in you know going from amateur, going from professional back to amateur. Amateur is different. Mm. It's like free sharp. It's like the, um, the what's it's it called? Prize fighter, score, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and scoring points. You know what I mean? You got to score with the, the the white part of the glove. Right. Three minute round. You can you can get windmilled in there. Do you know what I mean? You can just get pap 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 pap, and the, and the kid beats you on points. So, but still, why should professionals, why should Anthony Joshua be coming back to bash people's faces in? Exactly. And Dillian White to, to murder people at the Olympics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why? So, we're talking about boxing there, as we're there. Frampton yeah. is one. Good lad. Two-weight champion. Has he got a legacy now, or does he still need to beat people? This is well, the question they're asking. Well, he's, he's done what he's had to do so far. He beat... He beat Jose Hector Alavantes Cavantes the other night, <laughs> whatever his name is. You know, why can't he have a normal... Like, I'm not normal, but I suppose in this country it is normal, isn't it? Mm. Leo Santa Cruz. <laughs> you know what I mean? His dad there looking like one of the, kid, the guys from Dust Till Dawn at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But yeah, he done, he, done, he done well, man. It was a, it was a great fight as well. One thing I was going to say, and I'm not going to include it in my toilet fight because I was going to put it in my toilet people of the week, the judging of fights oh, why mate. are the judges always so all over like, it's like, no you know, consistency it's like, yeah, what, yeah one judge one judge gave it, it, this was a close fight for people who watched it I'm talking about there was literally maybe a round in it depending on what on what you saw I had it myself either a draw or Frampton won by a round so like the judges one judge gave it 114 a draw and then one judge gave it 117 111 or 116 I was like what fight were they watching yeah you know? I, never, I never understand. I never do understand what boxing judges look for, fight by fight basis. I'm confused as to what exactly they're judging. Mm, it's different. It's yeah, different, it's, especially it's, it's over no here in America. Yeah, because in America they talk about oh aggression. Yeah, like the judges like to see aggression. But what do you mean? Like coming forward, to, just because a guy keeps coming forward and walking onto punches, what you're going to give him? You're going to give him points for that? I don't really. But, but this is what I mean. I mean, you see fights where someone is t- like a Mayweather fight. Generally, someone might be following him around the ring, but yeah. they never hit him, mm, and he yep. picks him off every yep. time, and he wins that round because of the quality. But yeah. you see someone else doing it, and that person's chasing the round. The person defending is not landing any punches, yeah, and they're getting hit, yeah, and still they win the fight. Sometimes yeah. you're like, how did he win the fight? He's done nothing to win those rounds. I don't see yeah. it. Yeah, so, I don't. Yeah, boxing judging. It's 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 just all oh, they they need to come with some kind of standardized or some kind of because um, in in the Olympics that's one thing we'll say there is there is a standard. Mm-hmm. Like, you, yeah, there's yeah. there's a point scoring system. That's it. In a professional, nobody seems to know what's going on. And just to answer your question, yeah, Frampton. I think, like he said, like I think he can walk into a pub. In, for the next twenty years, and not have to buy a pint anymore, especially in Belfast. Well, he's Irish. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? he's not. He's not. He's, he's good now because people don't don't understand that in America, Leo Santa Cruz. He is one of the. He was one of the best um, champions out there. He's yeah, a punching yeah. machine. He's a solid fighter. He's beaten everybody handily. Who he's fought. He's, he's not like a. He hasn't got mad power, but he is a good quality, world class, elite level 
fighter. He's one of the best in his division. Or they, they you know, he was he's on the pound for pound list, yeah. isn't it? So Frampton to win, he edged it for me, you know. But yeah, I think he's he's done well. But he legacies, you know what I mean? Legacies like what you said. He, he he's done something now, but legacies can be undone as well. Yeah, yeah of course. You know? He still got he's, he's still got a career to yeah exactly to continue to navigate. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Ty, what you think about Americans, especially, mm-hmm. and how they always try and disrespect English fighters. Oh, I don't know if you ever that. noticed this. We, yeah, yeah. What is it with the American? Why do they hate? I mean, we got a friend who thinks you know. Who, who hates us. He's American, but he's English. <laughs> yeah. right? I don't know what his problem his is. His name rhymes with Mackie. <laughs> right? since, since he moved to America, he has he, he, he says things like he did earlier, Ty. Like he did earlier. The guy's got issues, just, man. Just an assault. Why can't you English people? He's like, whoa, oh, yeah, you're one of us. What are you talking Jesus. about? You've only been there two years. Relax yourself. But what is Americans with fighting? British boxing, doesn't matter what belt they've got, who they've beaten, mm. how many times they've beat them, mm-hmm. how they won the fight. America's still like, oh, he's not a real champion. The best the best fight in that division is is uh, yeah. Michael Johnson, up and coming. Why, who's he fought? Exactly. 27 and 0. But who's he fought? Yeah, exactly. Why has he not had any title shots? Because he's fighting tin cans, that's why. <laughs> and then you'd have someone beat four champions. Yep. Yeah, you know, but it doesn't really, you know, the UK say, guys. I'll let Tyrone answer, but then. Yeah, I mean, answer, yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, the whole American thing, not just boxing, but yeah. them, them in general. I mean, it's safe to say they think they are the best in the world, even if the world consists of just America. So, <laughs> like so baseball. Yeah, baseball world championship, and he's only. Series. The world Series. There's only American teams in there. I mean. Yeah. Slapped up by the Japanese and the Cubans. They lost my respect from calling football soccer. Yep. So, I mean, that says it all, but. Go back to your point about the um, American boxing. I think, obviously, there was a time <laughs> where American heavyweights were the real deal yeah, yeah. and running the show. So, I think most probably living off that. And now they're seeing that it's, it's changed now. You've got the likes of AEJ coming through and, you know, a lot of potential in other parts of the world. And I don't know. I mean, I said, I'm not a big, big fan of boxing, but I obviously I do delve from time to time. And if you look at the quality of what American boxers have got now, they haven't got much to gloat about in terms of heavyweights or even for boxing different divisions. But I don't know. I think they're just, uh, I just think it's an American mentality. Like I said, mm. that, that good friend of ours, Mackie, I'll call him. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's very passionate about it. His new ways of becoming an uh, American citizen. He complains like them as well. Yeah, I know. I mean, guy proper rants on. I mean, I won't go into too much detail, but I was listening to a podcast today and I gave my opinion and I, all of a sudden, he just let loose on me. Like, you know, (laughs) basically, uh, you English can't give compliments, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's like, breathe easy, fella. Breathe easy. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm on your side. You know what I mean? You recommended this podcast. I'm just giving you feedback. But um, he's a good lad. He's a good man. <laughs> and, um, all the best, Mackie. All the best. But um, yeah, just to round off, I think I just think it's the American mentality. I just think you know they they believe they're the best. They have to be the best. And even if you challenge them with evidence that they're not the best, they still are in denial. Yeah. So I think that's just their way. They even they even hate their own as well at points, <laughs> right? For example, like on the topic, like like Merv does as well, and I do it. I, I read a lot of boxing sites. I watch a lot of um, boxing. And um, just especially when you're on the boxing sites and you look in the comment section, yeah, all of these wannabe Rocky Balboas in there, it's crazy. Forever calling people hype jobs, especially the English or British, British boxers. Oh, Kell Brook, he's a bum. He's only fought these people. <laughs> he came over here and hugged Sean Porter to death. He just clinched him, clinched for twelve rounds. They leave out the fact that Sean Porter was jumping in head first. first yep. Right? Do you know what, what, what do you want Kell Brook to do? He didn't get dropped though, did he? <laughs> do you know what he didn't I mean? get dropped twice, exactly. did he? Do you know course. what I mean? <laughs> they you know just ignore I mean? those points. That, that, that didn't they happen just, in they, the fight today. They just, they just, like all they do is talk about how British fighters are bums. They're, you know, they're not all that. They're hype jobs. They say it about James DeGale, except Carl Frampton, uh, Tyson Fury, and especially their new one they love is Anthony Joshua. Joshua. Yeah, oh yeah, they can't wait for him to fight Dion. Anthony Joshua has fought harder boxer. Like he's, he's fought better opposition already in his career than Dion than Deontay Wilder has. Yeah, I like one, I like one, Deontay one Wilder. Difficult fight. He's yeah, had. He's, he's had he's had one difficult fight. He's fought maybe one or two couple couple um, people who, who have had like oh I fought um. Um, he took the title from um, 
um, Steve, Bermain Stiverne, who he's got that a granite was chin. That was the one. Right? Do you know what I mean? He fought Arthur Spilker, who was a Polish, former Polish ultra um, football <laughs> hooligan. You know what I mean? Knocked him out. You know, and he fought, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Chris Ariolo, the guy whose surname's a part of a, a, a before, <laughs> innit? The other day, busted up and then mashed up his hands, innit? But he hasn't really been in with anyone who's really going to give him a fight. Do you know what I mean? So, like, it's, and even Floyd Mayweather, they're all over him. They hate him. They hate him. Oh, he's a treat, padded record. That's it, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. He, he's, beating, he's beat people. This is what I love about America. This is what I mean. Like, they can hate their own. Yeah. Because he's beat people. Mm. Who they've then said, yeah. that guy was past it. Yep. Then another guy beats that person, yeah. and now that person yeah. is all of a sudden an amazing fighter. Yeah, and I'm exactly like, wait a minute, thing, yeah. maybe yeah. we've beaten first and he was past it. Yeah. Why are you now two years down the line and that person now beats that person? Yeah. All of a sudden they're amazing. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. American boxing fans, they're just they're, like a lot of them are full, like it's not just you know it's nothing personal, but a lot of American boxing fans are full of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just call it as it is. You know what I mean? They stick them in the toilet as well this week. American fight fans. Ask Michael Buffer and a lot of the American analysts, Paulie Malinaji, when they come to England, everyone says the best fight fans are in England. They call it down the line. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're passionate. They call it down the line. If someone sucks, they suck. suck. Yeah. If someone's good, they're good. If someone hasn't been tested, they haven't been tested. But none of the guys are bums. Do you know mm. what I mean? They get in the ring and fight. How many fights have you had on the message board? Sitting there calling guys bums, you know. Oh, Manny Pacquiao's a bum now. How's Manny Pacquiao a bum? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Crazy. I, I don't know. Um, Canelo Brook is nearing. Oh, GGG Brook, yeah. Um, sorry, Canelo Brook. Uh, GGG and Brook is nearing. What do we think? As time gets closer, <laughs> everyone keeps on saying he's too big for him. We've seen the memes of some that uh, what's his name, Chris <laughs> Junior, <laughs> a giant GGG <laughs> and a tiny Kel Brook. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that easy a fight. I think GGG is going to win. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be what we saw with the American circumstance. Nah. That's that's not nah. what I think. What's Chris Eubank Junior? Him talking this week, it still makes me laugh. That he's there, he's in the background, but he just continues to ignore what his dad did, and that's annoying in itself. It's going to be a big fight. We know it's going to be a big fight. In his mind, it would have been a bigger fight if he had mm. fought. Yeah. Maybe. But he doesn't have a belt. Mm-hmm. He's not a champion. He's still not, although talented, proving himself yep. at that at that level. Shouldn't shouldn't he be in the interim period getting a fight? Yeah, exactly. Get, himself get a fight. fight mm. Get yourself um, respect. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. he's, he's just beat this person. It makes the fight even bigger. Do you know what I mean? But to be fair, I mean he's been out. He's out in Las Vegas right now, training with Mayweather Senior. I've seen it on his. All right, okay. I've seen a few videos doing okay. bits with Mayweather Senior. I don't know if he's if he's taking him on, but I know Mayweather Senior. He, he's got no love for Chris Eubank Senior. He, he, he doesn't want him in his gym. He? He thinks the guy's an idiot. So, like, all the Mayweathers. I've seen lots of videos. I'm calling Eubank Senior an idiot. Like they say, Chris Eubank Junior. They, they were all saying it. Yeah, Eubank Junior is a great talent, but his dad's an idiot. Do you know what I mean? Just talks rubbish. Like we don't want him in the, in our gym. So fair enough, and I think Brooke, I think Brooke will lose. And when you look at them, yeah, every, like GG, like the Triple G camp are saying, oh yeah, he's he's big, he's big, blah blah. He walks around, blah blah. Yeah, Kel Brook, you walk around at this weight, yeah. But he doesn't. But you're the guy you're fighting. Don't walk around at this weight. Yeah. So he's gonna rehydrate up to hundred and you're gonna be fighting at hundred and sixty pounds on the on the, when they get in the ring. I reckon Kel Brook will be maybe hundred and sixty five pounds. Golovkin will be maybe hundred and seventy-five pounds, yeah. maybe like light heavyweight. That's the 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 um, that's the limit for light heavyweight. He'll be maybe that, maybe he won't be any more than that because he's always in good good condition anyway. And he's he's gonna he's gonna find out the difference between being hit by someone who's hundred and forty-seven pounds and being hit <laughs> by someone who's hundred and seventy-five pounds. Yeah, and it's gonna be a big difference. Yeah. So we we I don't know. I think yeah, it'll, it'll give him trouble at first, like Abir Khan did to. Um, Canelo. To be fair, I think I think I think the better I think the better fight for Brook was Brook was Brook Canelo. I think he would have given Canelo Ooh, all, all sorts of hell. Of course he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah he would all sorts of hell. But you know, both of them get lamped up by GGG. <laughs> so you know, what do you think, Zara? Uh, yeah, I agree with most of what Vic said. I think for me, um, I think GGG will win, but I just think it'll be like you said. I think it'll be a close fight at the beginning, and I think Brook will give him. A lot of stuff to think about in terms of or more than what Khan would offer. Uh, just I don't rate Amir Khan, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think Brook 
I think he's handled himself well in interviews up to and all that. I think he's uh, how do you say a worthy champion. I think I'm not. I can't obviously guess what he's thinking, but I just got a thing. He knows that boy. It's not so much the fight; it's what happens afterwards for him. So I think if he puts in a really good performance, yeah, and then obviously elevate from that and say, look, I've been in the ring with Triple G, and uh, I've given him a bit, and then move on from that. Yeah, but it's a win-win, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, he can't really lose in certain aspects. But I think, yeah, I think Gigi will will beat him. With, with, yeah, not with ease, but I think he will beat him. The two of them are cracking me up in their interviews. Got GGG and his. Is, is English is too much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. Yes. I want to come and bring drama. Drama show. Big. Thank you very much. British. UK. Yes. The fans, you know, they come. Know. They come to watch. <laughs> Thank you very much. What's the Kilbrook? What's the Kilbrook? Yeah. Like, about, um, about, yeah, about mate. America. I'm here, Khan. He's that one of them Kardashian sisters. Is yeah, he? Can't make up his mind. <laughs> well, he's running about it. I don't know where his mind's at. <laughs> 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 mind. That was killing me. I've watched that I so many times. I'm cracking up. He's <laughs> just his face. I love. I'm not gonna lie. I proper love Kilbrook. He cracks me up so much. Oh, mate. Running about in in, in them mauve suits. You know what I mean? Three piece. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, here, Khan. I got to tell Eddie. Thought that. Thought that fight, Eddie. Right now. Obviously, after JGG, <laughs> we're going. Oh. My, my, it, what's what's my yeah? My hero, Sugar Ray Robinson and Marvin Agler. <laughs> I love watching fight. They, they hit people <laughs> hard. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a killer. Oh, that's cool, Um, <laughs> why are you talking about people not being able to take? Uh, that killed me. The bigger punches. We quickly move on or quickly deal with the um, McGregor fight. What, him or Amir Khan? Because you know Amir Khan was running around. Uh, saying not that nonsense. Now, well, that's what, that's what Kilbrook was yeah, saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was saying, he doesn't know where his head's at because one minute he wants to fight him. One minute doesn't want to fight him. Now he's saying a fight could be sorted. This week he wanted to fight <laughs> McGregor in UFC as well. What? Mate, yeah, you, get knocked, yeah, you, you get knocked out yeah. at your own weight range. Yep. But you want to fight a guy, first of all, who can bang. Yep. Right, this geezer can bang. Yep. If you put boxing gloves on, he can still bang. But you want to find his own weight range in his sport. In his sport, mm-hmm. behave What's yourself. Wrong with this I guy? Don't, and you've got a glass jaw. He's gonna hit you at some point, and you're gonna go to sleep. And it's not gonna be like boxing. Mm-hmm. That that puncher that you're gonna get. Yep. If the it's referee don't stop it when you gloves. hit the ground and give you two quick ones as well, just to make sure. <laughs> Stiff elbow. He wants oh, to behave himself. Stop that chat. I don't know what they're putting in this shisha pipe. You know what I mean? But <laughs> Amir Khan, he's taken. He was like, yeah. He was like, yeah. He, he wants to. He wants to train for a year at MMA and then fight him. Come Who on. does he think he like, is? The, what I don't understand is too many of these guys talk about whatever sport they're in. That's your own fighting. That's your art. Um, you know, that's your art. That's your yeah. your sport. Mm. Everyone has their own. That's fine. MMA is a mixture of them all. Yes. And the one thing you have to realise is these guys are killers in yep. there. Yep. It's not boxing. The referee doesn't stop it. You can't just clinch. You When you clinch, you get knees, you get mm-hmm. you get taken down. Yep. You can't just go, I'm going to train for a year. These men have been training for 10, 15 years. Yeah. That's a disrespect yep. as well. That is yep. a disrespect because in their mind, they think they can just do it. Mm. Yep. And I've seen too many people just talking the talk. I mean, someone like... um. Brock Lesnar yeah. was a wrestler. That's different. Yeah. He can World bring that. Class. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And therefore, he can bring the power as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's just a huge unit. anyway. Yeah. You know I mean? he can so, yeah, he can up. do that. Yeah. But when you're talking about you're a boxer who gets your chin blown away every time you fight, <laughs> he can't come in there and start telling him, I want to fight the best in the business at his weight, at his sport. Yeah. Mate, you're lucky they don't knock you out in boxing, let alone in your. <laughs> what are you talking about? Behave yourself. But um, McGregor Diaz, two. Mm-hmm. Now. McGregor's obviously been training for the bigger man. I've seen his training. He's on this thing for the bigger man. He's now sparring with people basically the same as Diaz. So he's like, I want a bigger man. I want someone with the power and I want to be able to take his shots and mm. I want to see if he can take mine. Do you think McGregor wins the second fight knowing what he knows? Or Diaz had more time to train and he knows what McGregor's about because last time he didn't have that. He right. took the fight last minute as yeah, well. Yeah, all right, but, but let's but let's 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 clear this up for people at home. Nate Diaz was training for a triathlon. 
before. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Right? So it wasn't like he was wasn't like Anderson Silva the other day when he no, just, just got off his yeah, just yeah, got yeah. off his chair and then had a fight. He was he was already like in shape and training, yeah, yeah. And, and then they called him up. Blah blah. <clears throat> you know what I mean? This is a guy. He's been he's been doing this his whole life. Yeah. Right. He's, he was training for a triathlon. He didn't have any. He didn't really have to. And plus. Um, he didn't have to really cut weight. He was already at his weight anyway. No, right? but we're talking about the training for oh, a specific person because yeah, 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 that's no, what you yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right. So, I think um, McGregor he would have won the first fight if he wasn't trying to blow um, yeah, Nick Nate Diaz out like with every everyone. single punch. Yeah, he lost. He lost. He lost, all his, he lost the energy. That's what he did. basically he gassed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he gassed out. Then panicked when he gassed out yeah. and was and tried to go for. A t- like he just he no, just was he was really sloppy. The whole thing yeah, was really yeah. like. There's ways that when you gas out, you can try. Like I said, I don't want to be disrespectful to the sport because I haven't had any MMA fights, but there's ways you could try and just be evasive or go on the back foot, something. But yeah. he, he, he he panicked. He said it as well. He, he ran out of energy, panicked, and tried to end it all in one moment. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff he said was nonsense as well. In lead up to that, was he was going, you know, a, a bigger man t- takes a bigger shot. You know, blah blah. Most guys, when I fight them at my own rate, I hit them, they crumble. Yes, mate. But you'd have to be a brain surgeon to understand that anyway in the first place. If you that's, that's why there's weight divisions, yeah. mate. Do you know what I mean? It never used to be. <laughs> well, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? So you should have known that. And, and plus, his corner should have been saying to him as well, all right, you're hitting him with all these shots and though these shots are hurting, it's going to be an accumulative thing, right? Yeah. So pace yourself. Yep. And then... If he's if 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 he, if he doesn't if you don't see the stoppage coming, just take the point. Take the like what Floyd Mayweather does. Yeah, yeah. Just take, just the, take, take the, the W. Take, yeah, take, take the, the win. Yeah, that's it on points. And and we never have to, to see him late. again. That's yeah, it. there it is. But he, he literally lost his head. Yep. He literally lost his head. And I, I don't know if you've seen any of the, the fight stuff, the build up. It's funny because mm. now it's a couple of guys who like to chat shit, mm. talking a lot of shit to each other. But I don't know whether he's going to be able to do enough. How much power is he going to bring this time? Because Diaz is someone who likes to take, not likes to, but can, has been able to take shots in that weight range. Yeah. So he's going to have to bring a lot of power. It's a, yeah, but it's a game plan thing then. There nah, comes has, a point where you I mean. say, yeah, okay, has I'll he take Because the way he was talking, he's like, I'm still going to go out there like I did last time and want to look to bang. And I'm like, if you do what you did last time, mm. he's still going to be able to take the punches. And he's got an engine. That's the thing. Like, Nate Diaz, is, he's got an engine. That's and the he's whole also thing. trained for you now. Mm. He knows what you're about. So, yeah, I don't know. Have you seen any uh, the the highlights or any of the action? I saw the first match, um, and that's like what Vic was saying in regards to. He seemed like yeah, McGregor was rushing it. He just wanted to wrap it up and yeah. uh, believe the hype and all that. But in terms of the build up, no, I haven't seen much of the next one. I, I'm still getting over what you're telling me about Khan. <laughs> to, the guy blows out his, he blows out his own chin if he sneezes. So I'm, 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 I'm just surprised. I'm, it must be a joke thing there in regards to Khan. No, I think he's it? trying to stay relative. Um, yeah, relevant. just trying to relevant. Because right, if I was him, I would have just signed mm. to fight um, Thingy Garcia. Yeah. Yeah, he would have. I, I think I've done. I've heard Emir Khan. He might be carrying a little injury at the moment. I don't know. I don't know how. What Probably the truth there surprise, is. surprise. <laughs> Probably his ego. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, but actually, don't we know the guy's got an ego? But yeah, sorry, Ty. No, no. I said um, in terms of the next match, um, I, I like McGregor in terms of um, what he offers to the sport. Um, in terms of the actual UFC itself, I said I find it quite random because you never get like a consistent. Uh, champion or anything but um yeah i'm looking forward to it i said the first match i just thought okay it seems a bit too bit too amateurish because he just rushed in but like you said vic i'm not an expert mm. of the sport not to yeah. disrespect him but based on previous fights i've seen the mcgregor this one seemed a bit different he approached it a bit too different but yeah look forward to it um i've got a feeling i don't know yeah mcgregor might he should win it but i wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't if i'm honest with you again yeah no i, I agree i mean he has to find that balance because, first of all, he, him even taking that fight was literally for the fans because the fight he was supposed to have was Dos Anjos That's and that right, guy yeah. got injured, injured yeah. pulled out, whatever. And it was like, okay, look, for people have paid, they've booked hotels, they've booked flights from Ireland, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So let's give him a fight, in it. Who can we get? Oh, Nate Diaz. They got Nate Diaz and, you know, even his old game plan was for the fans, right? Let's give him a spectacular knockout. It's got to come a point where you've got to Floyd it and go, right, it's all good doing things for the fans, but I need to do this for me. Me yep. losing doesn't see, help see, anybody. See yourself through the fight. Yeah, exactly. Simple. Just yeah. take that, because he'd won, he won all the rounds until the, even the fight the round he got knocked out in, he 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 was winning that round. He was, he was landing at will, yeah. but he's just like, 
trying to throw the kitchen sink at the guy. Take the W. You can beat this guy. I think he will beat this guy this time as well. I don't know if he'll stop him, but he will. He he can. It's, it's the option is there for him to win the fight on points. Cool. Every week we have an individual, a team, an organization, whatever it may be, who uh, has upset us. Basically, got on our nerves. Uh, so that's the toilet of the week. Sorry, who's your toilet? Mine? Okay. Oh, you want to start with me? No worries. Um, this one's a little close to my heart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as, as an Arsenal supporter. Um, <laughs> Here we go. It's a young gentleman by the name of Theo Walcott. <laughs> now, I, I know you guys laugh. You know already how I feel about this guy. It's not a love-hate relationship. It's just pure hate. Um, <laughs> don't know why he wears an Arsenal shirt. But the um, reason I'm picking him as my uh, Toilet of the Week is just based on a simple interview he gave this week or a statement he made. I'm going to read it out for you. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready, you know, this guy. Yeah. I want to make my position on the right. That's where I know why I am now. I've told the manager that I want to be known for playing on the right again, although I can play up front. <laughs> I want to know where I want to play. The manager said I can play up front. It depends on what game it is. I know I can do a job up front as well as on the right. Yeah, that was Theo Walcott. <laughs> so this guy, yeah, has been at Arsenal since he was 16, okay? He's been at the club for 10 years now, and he was, you know, hyped up to be the next big thing. Not completely blaming him, obviously the media, the coaches around, etc. But many years ago, we heard him talking about playing up front, being the next Henri or, you know, Henri's idol, etc., blah, blah, blah. Arguments saying that he shouldn't be on the right. Wenger's got to play him up front. And he's had many, many chances to prove himself, and he hasn't. Now, the reason he's my top of the week, the reason why he's riled me up, after 10 years, you come out with a statement saying that I want to play on the right now. <laughs> and, no, I, I mean, I don't want to disrespect him and his family, but I'm sorry, but <laughs> you, have no, you have no position on the pitch at all, son. <laughs> The reason I'm saying this, basically, yeah, I know there'd be a lot of people out there disagree with me. I've had many arguments and discussions with many of my friends about this, but Theo Walcott is just an athlete with football boots. Simple things. <laughs> Simple things, yeah? Right? Now, up front, he can finish when he's given a chance, but how many chances do you have to give him? And before that, build-up play, technicality, he's got none of it. He's inept. I'm telling you, yeah? So this guy wants to play on the right now, yeah? Can he cross a ball? Hell no, yeah? <laughs> now, I'm the sort of person is when you look at players, you take away their strength and see what else they've got. Now, if you take Walcott's pace away, what else has he got? Nothing. He hasn't got anything. He has a good shape up from the bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good shape up. And have you ever noticed when he, every time he goes on a run or he, a um, a cross and he comes, when he's jogging back into position, he's got a broom <laughs> up his ass. I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? He's not serious, yeah? Pisses me off. And now, what even more insults me and the rest of the Arsenal, the man said, I want to play on the right. You're telling man's where you want to play now. So you think you're going to get in front of Oxlade Chamberlain? You think you're going to get in front of Sanchez? What you need to do, son, yeah, is go back on the bench and just call yourself, yeah? Because right now, Giroud can't bang a goal for nothing, yeah? He did a bit for France, which is struggling. Welbeck's out injured. So this is the time you say, yeah, let me step up. I can be the main man. No. You got shook, and you know that thing is going to buy a striker, <laughs> so you're saying, let me go play on the right. I've lost all respect for this guy, yeah? Now, the guy's on 150000 a week, yeah? And this is what he's coming with. 140. Fuck him. Yeah? <laughs> and at the end of the day, yeah, right? The, the, the biggest insult was he's got had a 10-year at uh, Arsenal. Testimonial, yeah? Competitive game. Mertesacker gives him the armband, and he's out there giving interviews saying, yeah... I've did a lot. For, you ain't done shit for the club. What are you talking about? <laughs> what, what, you, what, what have you done? And I'm like, you're wearing Henri shirt 14, another disgrace. And I'm thinking, I compare him to players like Bell, Beckham, etc. Why? Because Bell has evolved from where he was to where he is now. Mm. Yeah? Because he developed himself. Yeah. Beckham never had pace. Yeah? But great work rate and knows how to whip a ball. But he worked on it, yeah? yeah. What has Walcott worked on in the past 10 years? What has he changed? He can finish, don't get me wrong. But what else? What else in his game? Nothing. And if I was in his position, yeah? Yeah? I was in his position. I'd be telling you, I'd be up there. I'd be working on everything. My touch, 
left foot, everything. I'll be a better player. I'm a better player than Walcott now, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I, I, I could go on forever, but I don't want to take up your time. So basically, he is my toilet of the week. Theo Walcott. I don't wish you no harm, but if you you know damage your cruciate ligament this year, <laughs> this year, it's not the end of the world, son. We we got a squad, yeah. <laughs> Rest, suckle yourself, aka go fuck yourself. You know what? Let's but let's, let's, let's like someone. I tell you what, <laughs> bruv, that was an autopsy <laughs> of my man's whole life and career. Like, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't start from when his mum ejaculated him from her womb into the world into the world like you know I'm, I'm surprised and from now on let's just not even call him Theo Walcott anymore let's just call him light skinned Dwayne Chambers that's his name from now on you know what I mean light skinned Usain Bolt you know that's what he is I don't get him he's, he's been agitating for the, the majority of the 10 years he's been at Arsenal agitating to play up front now he's going to get the, the moment because people are injuries mm. and out of form. I want to play on the right. You've been playing on the right for the last 10 years, <laughs> you cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking me for a dickhead. <laughs> you know what, what, what were you doing before? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I, I can't even. I'm not even getting involved. Um, there's no point in me putting my two pence in because I don't. <clears throat> I was the one who started this though we had this discussion about six months ago and I was the one who started it so I think Ty's done enough really to be honest yeah um, uh, buried Ronaldo buried Walcott yeah who's next <laughs> Vic who's uh, my toilet people organisation sport whatever the week is let's let's just do this now <laughs> women's football dear god right come on Right now, this is just for people at home. I love women. You're beautiful creatures. The world would not be half of what it is without you. Amen. But some of you who play football, just give up and be a housewife or something. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Gracious. No, I'm just saying, Can give I, up. I always forget, play another sport. People have told me Go recently. Tennis. Merv, what Batman. you need to do is do that thing where you say Victor's comments are his own <laughs> <laughs> and not endorsed. <laughs> What's the word about anyone else? Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, all right, you fire a football, you fire a male footballer, you create an enemy. You know what I mean? Fire a female house, a female footballer, housewife, isn't it? She goes and gets married in that, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Does the right thing. All right, enough of the Clint Eastwood talk. Right? <laughs> enough of that. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But it, but even on Clint Eastwood, he said something this week. He said something this week that was true. Right? The world has become a world of pussies. Right? You can't say stuff because everyone gets scared of it. Women's football is, by and large, terrible, right? It's, it's, and I love women's uh, women's sports as well. Everyone knows this. I t- talk a lot of rubbish. I love women's tennis. It's brilliant. It's really competitive. I don't know who the best is apart from Serena. I love women's athletics. You can yeah. find me watching it all the time. Even pole vault and all that stuff. Yeah. I find it. I find it really good. But when I sit down to watch women's football, barring uh, Americans, USA, Brazil, Brazil mm. and um, Germans, right? It really is like watching a bunch of nine-year-olds trying to scratch their willies. Right? What's that? What's that down there? Why have I got one of these? What do I use it for? It's a football. The goal. Let's start for the goalkeepers. Jesus Christ! Have you never seen a ball before? Why women are women are like? Have you seen from Cat Catwoman? Right? Was she the only agile woman in the world? Have you seen the goalkeepers? Where has, it, where has their agility gone? <coughs> like, oh dear goodness! You got more chance of me being a gymnast doing come somersaults and cartwheels, and I'm a morbidly obese male at this point in time, right? Than some, <laughs> some of these female goalkeepers. Like, you, you know, I talk, I talk, I talk about because don't worry, Scottish football. I'm coming for you as well. I'm coming for you guys in toilet of the toilet of the week. I'll get to you at some point. Scottish football, right? But this is how bad women's football in this country is. You turn on Sky Sports, I can find a live footage of some kid in Zimbabwe playing tiddlywinks, right, against the wall as a professional sport. Sooner than you'll find f- women's football on Sky Sports. What's that thing you see? Pro Kabaddi. What the hell is that? Indians running around grabbing each other. What? And it's on Sky Sports. <laughs> These guys are getting paid. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? These guys are getting paid. 
But yet we can't see like women's football on there. Why? Because Sky Sports, Sky Sports doesn't want yous. Take the hint. Fix up. Set, set Blatter the other. Set Blatter got in trouble. And he's a moron. He's a not just a he's a weapons grade moron. Right? He's got plutonium in his anus and everything. Powering <laughs> him whenever he talks. Set Blatter. And he got chastised for saying women should wear. And he was he was basically saying it from a marketing point of view. And I kind of got what he meant. They should like when you watch other women's sports, women dress. They don't dress like the men, right? They should wear smaller tops, maybe sexier shorts. But the way he said it was a bit slimy. I'm coming about it, and this is for once, right? Because everyone knows I'm a slime bag, but I'm being actually on a level from a marketing point of view. Sometimes you've got to sex things up to, to get the sales. Look at people like Rihanna, Beyonce, in their videos dancing around in lingerie. It translates to sales and interest. If you want, like footballers traditionally speaking, in terms of viewership, a male sport. So why don't you do what it takes to get the male the, the males coming in? Once the males start coming through the turnstiles, the TV cameras will appear, sponsorship will appear. Then you can start doing, you can go back to having long shorts and all these things. But if you don't want to be professionals and, and, and turn to professional game, sometimes you've got to do a little bit of sleaze to get where you want to in terms of professionalism. Because it still seems very amateurish. At, like you, what, the FA Cup final? No, Was it even on TV? Mm. I don't know. I, I, I guarantee you, if my little boy does a play down at the, the local pub, in the, the back of the pub, there'll be a camera there to, to film it. But you can't see professional women playing the, the cup final. Mm. <laughs> Firstly, <clears throat> Women's Premier League is on BT Sports every week. Is it? Yeah. So, do you not think this is information you could have said? I thought I'd let you do this. I really thought, I thought it was important to let you do this. Pleasure. Women's Premier League is on BT Sports every week. Okay, right. Um, Can I... and, and the Cup Final is on BBC. Yeah. All right, all right. Been like that for a okay. while. Um, for a while. In, in hindsight, <laughs> in, in retrospect, people, some of, my, some of the views I've expressed today have been misguided. Okay? In life, we've all made mistakes. <laughs> I'd like to backtrack and just say <laughs> I apologise. <laughs> I mean, j- just to add to your point, though, I mean you made some valid points. I think the quality of the sport is um, quite shocking. Uh, yeah. I'll be honest. I mean, we had a discussion before. I think there's a few teams out there. You say in um, America, Brazil, yeah. and I think it's Germany as well. Luftwaffe. Yeah, the, you can see they've they. You can see the infrastructure behind the yeah. national team is there, uh, but a lot of the teams lack that, and you can see, like I said, it looks very, very amateurish. So you have to wonder. And I'll be honest, when it first came on the screen, wanted to be, I was quite okay. Let's have a look at this. But I was like, yeah. wow, the quality is poor, shocking. And even so, even my missus watches it and said she was like nodding her head, said, no, no, they need to give this up because it's not that great. And like you said, you compare it to other sports. And you think, one second, they look very more agile, more athletic, mm. know what they're doing, more professional. <coughs> the football side of things, I think, like you said, I do agree on some of what you're saying about yeah. sexing it up just to get marketing. people marketing, get it bigger, get it broader. Yeah, it's on BT Sport, but still, even though. Who watches that? It's not st- not as big as it could be, I'd reckon. Kabaddi is on Sky Sports. Yeah, Kabaddi, so, yeah, bro. I, I don't even know what that is. I thought that was food. But don't forget, <laughs> Sky, <laughs> don't forget Sky lost a lot of. He lost Champions League, you lost yeah. Europa League to BT Sport. Yeah. So BT Sport they need to fix is, up doing, Sky. is doing I mean, what it can mm. to to improve the sport. Because mm. at the moment, BT Sport is the next biggest sports channel. Mm. Yeah. So, as you long know. as that last year. Yeah, fair mm. enough. I mean, I watch women's boxing. I could, even amateur boxing. Nicola, Nicola Adams, Katie T- I could tell you so many. But no, I watch I have, women's I UFC. Said, I watch all I these things. The women's all the football. Women's sport, yeah. All the other women's sports. Uh, excellent. The sport I, yeah. I look at and actually go. What is going on? Yeah, it does yeah. look amateurish. Compared to all the... You know, I watch women's netball. Yeah. And I've, I've seen and, and first it was because I was a perv right but then as, as over opposed, years as opposed as to men's now. netball <laughs> yeah, well, of course men's ne- there is no men's netball and if there is it's an abomination <laughs> right? but in terms of women's netball I've seen how it's changed with with the advent no, of it being true. on yeah, Sky yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's proper picked up and even in terms of when you watch beforehand Great Britain was always around about in the mix but mm. since they've got, got professionalism and they've got their central contracts and everything the Sky money the lottery money they're now taking on New Zealand and Australia and looking to be the best team in the yeah, world. Look the part. Yeah. I know who the players are. There's yeah. Sasha Corbin. You know what I mean? There's um, Jeeva Mensa, Menta. I, I know these people's names. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Women's football. Who do I know? Alex Scott. 
Kelly Smith. Who was who was the, the dodgy mixed race one who's platform for Arsenal? Um oh. not Beanie or Yankee, Rachel Yankee. 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 I mean yeah. come on. Women's women's football fix I even had this idea. What the, the the women's teams that are married to or the ladies um versions of the men's football, they should make they should they should play those games before the same day as the men's games. So that you get you get a better crowd. Yeah. So let's say the kickoffs at three o'clock. Why not have the women's game kick off at one thirty? You'll get people coming in early, mm. watch games because who's watching these games? Look, they're getting attendance of twenty people. Mm. I get more of that. If I if I was going to the toilet and take a dump and leave the door open, <laughs> I get more, 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 more people turn up to watch that. Do you know what I mean? Um, Come on, oh I'm done. I love, I, love, I love women. I love women and I love women's sports, but women's football. I'm sorry. Fix up. Oh. Pull your socks up, man. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't have such vitriolic views <coughs> as you two on your two, but mine is Brendan Rodgers. <clears throat> oh, I'm, I'm with you. Not, not nothing to do with Liverpool. This is the thing. It's nothing to do with Liverpool. Okay. Um, this week, Brendan Rodgers, and I, and I was just reading. You had to go the uh, the uh, Celtic fans saying that they were they were putting their the players under pressure. You're playing Astana FC. <laughs> You just lost to a team from Gibraltar the other day, 1-0, right? You should <coughs> never lose to a team. A team from Gibraltar is a not an English non-league team. Not even Conference National. I'm talking... Essex Senior, mate. Some of them, man. These man telling me the taxi driver was like, yeah, I'll just finish work, dropped off my last... <laughs> <laughs> dropped off my last passenger, then straight to the grand. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> to that's, beat that's the levels we're talking yeah, about. True. To turn up and beat man who won 50 grand a week. There's Scottish internationals in that team and other internationals in that team. Call Torres over there now. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's people there. So you're drawing at home with FC Astana, which country I can't even remember where they're from, but FC Astana. You're in the, you're going to get to 70th minute. So you've taken the lead. Cool. Then some geezer scores a screamer from 40 yards. You're at home to FC Astana. Why do you think the fans would still be on your side as mm. when, you, when you should be wrapping this team up 3-4-0? Mm. You then only win in the 93rd minute from a penalty yeah. and they get two players set off just to, to, to make it worse. <laughs> and you're saying that the fans need to be patient and not have a go at the players. Now, there's levels to everything. Mm. If you were playing West Ham, for instance, in a qualifying game, I would say the fans need to be patient because mm. West Ham should slap the shit out of you <laughs> because so Scottish football is a joke. <laughs> so you'd be lucky if you were on level terms at that point in the game. But you're playing FC Astana. Why should the fans be patient? The first thing you served up was a 1-0 defeat to Gibraltar. Gibraltar FC. Even even the Gibraltar national team shouldn't beat Celtic. Shouldn't beat Celtic. Exactly. Exactly. It's the same players. Same postman. (laughs) (laughs) Same bus driver. (laughs) Same milkman. I couldn't believe it. The man done an interview on Sky. I just dropped off my last passenger. (laughs) Straight to the ground. I'm like, "This (laughs) this guy's for real. So... It reminds me of the things he used to do at Liverpool, and it's not about Liverpool. It's the where he just says things. You think, why are you talking, Brendan? Like, what? You, I'm a Celtic fan. You know, Irish is probably you grew up on that. He's a Celtic fan. Well, if you're a Celtic fan, then you should appreciate that they expect certain standards. And right now, you're not serving up those standards. So to turn around and say to people who pay good money, and you know them Northerners up there ain't got that much, they're paying their good money to come to Celtic Park every week and support you. You're going to turn around and go be patient. I'll be patient when you serve up something for me to watch. So, Brendan, as usual, you've got on my nerves. I wish you get sacked by Christmas. <laughs> I hope for you to, you can get the whole job or something like that when it turns out. But you're an idiot, and that's why you're my toilet of the week. Simple. <laughs> <laughs>